Chapter Seventeen of Stories of King Arthur and His Knights. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Joy Chan. Stories of King Arthur and His Knights by Hugh Waldo Cutler. Chapter Seventeen. There was a king called Meliodas, as likely a knight as any living, and he was lord of the country of Leonesse. At that time King Arthur reigned supreme over England, Wales, Scotland, and many other realms, howbeit there were many lords of countries that held their lands under King Arthur. So also was the King of France subject to him, and the King of Brittany, and all the lordships as far as Rome. The wife of this King Meliodas was a full good and fair lady, called Elizabeth, the sister of King Mark of Cornwall. Well she loved her lord, and he her again and there was much joy betwixt them. There was a lady in that country who bore ill-will towards this king and queen, and therefore upon a day, as he rode on hunting, for he was a great chaser, she by an enchantment made him chase a hart by himself alone, till he came to an old castle, where anon she had him taken prisoner. When Queen Elizabeth missed her lord, she was nigh out of her wit, and she took a gentlewoman with her, and ran into the forest to seek him. When she was far in the forest and might go no farther, she sank down exhausted. For the default of help she took cold there, and she soon knew that she must die. So she begged her gentlewoman to commend her to King Meliodas, and to say that she was full sorry to depart out of this world from him, and that their little child, that was to have such sorrow even in his infancy, should be christened Tristram. Therewith this queen gave up the ghost and died. The gentlewoman laid her under the shadow of a great tree, and right so there came the barons, following after the queen. When they saw that she was dead, they had her carried home, and much dole was made for her. The morn after his queen died, King Meliodas was delivered out of prison, and the sorrow he made for her when he was come home, no tongue might tell. He had her richly interred, and afterwards, as she had commanded afore her death, had his child christened Tristram the sorrowful-born child. For seven years he remained without a wife, and all that time young Tristram was nourished well. Then, when he had wedded King Howell's daughter of Brittany, and had other children, the stepmother was wroth that Tristram should be heir to the country of Leonesse rather than her own son. Wherefore this jealous queen resolved to become rid of her stepson, and she put poison into a silver cup in the chamber where Tristram and her children were together intending that when Tristram was thirsty he should drink it. But it happened that the queen's own son espied the cup with poison, and because the child was thirsty and supposed it was good drink, he took of it freely. Therewithal he died suddenly, and when the queen wist of the death of her son, wit ye well that she was heavy of heart. But yet the king understood nothing of her treason. Notwithstanding all this, the queen would not leave her jealousy, and soon had more poison put in a cup. By fortune, King Meliodas, her husband, found the cup where was the poison, and being much thirsty he took to drink thereout. Anon the queen espied him, and ran unto him, and pulled the cup from him suddenly. The king marvelled why she did so, and remembered how her son was suddenly slain with poison. Then he took her by the hand, and said, Thou false traitress, thou shalt tell me what manner of drink this is. Therewith he pulled out his sword, and swore a great oath that he should slay her if she told him not the truth. 
Then she told him all, and by the assent of the barons she was condemned to be burned as a traitress according to the law. A great fire was made, and just as she was at the fire to take her execution, young Tristram kneeled afore King Meliodas, and besought of him a boon. "'I grant it,' said the king, whereupon the youth demanded the life of the queen, his stepmother. "'That is unrightfully asked,' said King Meliodas, "'for she would have slain thee if she had had her will, "'and for thy sake most is my cause that she should die.' "'But Tristram besought his father to forgive her, as he himself did, "'and required him to hold his promise. "'Then said the king, "'Since ye will have it so, I give her to you. "'Go ye to the fire and take her, and do with her what ye will.' "'So Sir Tristram went to the fire.' and by the commandment of the king delivered her from death. But thereafter King Meliodas would never have aught to do with her, though by the good means of young Tristram he at length forgave her. Ever after in her life she never hated her stepson more, but loved him and had great joy of him, because he saved her from the fire. But the king would not suffer him to abide longer at his court. End of chapter 17